Hi everyone, this is Kaylee Shadows, and today's podcast is all about learning from our mistakes. So yesterday, I have this group on Facebook, and um, you are all welcome to come and join it if you would like. It is called um, Make Your Relationships Shine, and it goes along with my business of Shiny Relationships. And um, I thought it would be a really good place to start basically a group where people could come in and see everything that is like positive and inspiring. So I was thinking about that because, you know, with social media these days, everything is just so negative and just everything is like just the scrolling that you go through. It's just one thing after another with people and their drama or just different pictures that people post to the things that our teens are sharing that they actually find humorous these days, which is... A completely another topic on its own and um, I think I might actually come in with one of my teenage sons on that and do a, like a separate podcast just about the things that um, our teenagers find funny these days which are a little disturbing um, anyways <laughs> so um, I was looking through all of this and um, my husband and I were having this talk about how the stuff that we see on social media like how we're really surprised but it really has a big impact on our lives and our attitudes and just daily things and so I ask all of you to think about that. Look at, you know, whatever you're looking at, if it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, um, think about what you're scrolling through and the things that you're seeing and think about what you might need to actually unfollow. Um, this has been a big thing that I've, I've done um, over the last year or so where basically if it's negative or hateful or something that doesn't make me feel good, then I don't will unfollow it. Even certain people, actually. I have people that I've known forever, great people and stuff, but they're just kind of full of drama and negativity. And um, it's funny to actually realize that their post can have an effect on us and drag us down, but it really does. So anyways, yeah, so the conversation I was having with my husband was that we were kind of like scrolling through Facebook and everything and um, <laughs> the conversation was actually kind of funny because it started with how we're on our phones too much and we need to, you know, stop doing that and how addicting, you know, social media can be um, to actually talking about the impact that it has on our, our life, you know. I mean, things can be going really well. We're having a good day, you know, we're laughing and talking and whatever's happening and then all of a sudden we see somebody post a picture of something sad that happened to somebody or you know there's a horrible car accident you know and we're at war with these people whatever you know it happens to be and it brings you down and it's kind of funny because in a way it like obviously bad things happen in life and things will make us sad but it's seeing it over and over and over again it's just kind of this huge like slap in the face just negative 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 and um i really felt like we need to really kind of maybe put a balance on some of that and have it be you know positive 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 to go with the negative that we're seeing and hopefully over time as we keep doing this the positive can't outweigh the negative and i think that that's just going to help people all around I write about this a lot in my book, um, Loving the Real You. If you haven't picked up a copy, you can get it from me personally or on Amazon. Um, but there's a section in there where I actually talk about this um, specifically where people are really brought down by what other people say or do. And um, it's kind of sad because it really shows that we're easily influenced. But I also think it's a good thing because it shows that we care so much and that we're putting our heart out there for other people. And um, I use the example in my book about like a group of people sitting around and um, 
all it takes is one person to say one negative thing to get uh, the ball rolling and get everybody talking about things that are negative. So I use this example of trying to actually reverse that. If you've got, let's say you've got six people and they're all sitting around and you're all talking and especially us women who, you know, love to gossip and talk and, you know, do our girly things. Um, if you're sitting there talking and stuff is to think of one positive thing to say during that and to see what will happen. And it can be anything. It can be something as great as, oh my gosh, my son just got into Harvard, you know, or my daughter, you know, tried out for this, you know, dance recital and she she made it and she's you know going to the top or whatever and stuff it doesn't really matter you know what's going on in your life and you know what's positive and so use one of those things it's okay to brag a little bit about ourselves when it's something that's really good you know and stuff hey you know um my book just made you know bestseller on amazon that's awesome you want to be able to share that with people it's okay you've worked hard you should be able to brag about your accomplishments and the thing that i've noticed that when you do this is that it will start the positive ball, as I call it, rolling. Meaning that um, everybody around you, all of a sudden, they're like, oh my gosh. And they're like, that's awesome, you know. And then they'll be like, I, I forgot to tell you. My son did this. Or my husband just had this happen. I did this. Whatever it is. And it'll keep going and going. And then people will, it'll just keep going. It'll just continue to be positive. And so I always say that, like, when you're in your group and you're sitting there talking and you're having a good time, make sure that the stuff that you're talking about makes you laugh, makes you smile, because it's contagious. And it'll make other people laugh and smile and start sharing their positive stories. Because unfortunately, this happens in the exact same thing where people will be negative. You know, I mean, how many times have you sat around a group and somebody was like, Ugh. So it's just horrible and stuff. You won't believe what happened and stuff. But did you read on Facebook about that little girl that was killed by this guy who blah, 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 whatever the story was. And then instantly everybody's like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, I didn't read that, but I did read about, did you hear about how this huge hurricane happened in this place and like thousand people died, you know, and it's the same thing. That negative ball will keep rolling and people will keep doing it and keep doing it. And it's really brings us down because we could have you know maybe maybe the idea was if we were going out to have lunch with the girls and we needed that we needed to get away from the stress of you know our job or you know teenagers or whatever it is and stuff you know whatever the stresses that we have in our life and we thought you know what I could totally use a lunch with the girls I'm gonna go out and you know we're gonna have lunch and we're gonna talk and have a good time and then the next thing you know you leave there feeling worse than you did before you even got there and that was completely defeats the point of why you did the lunch to begin with so my advice to people always is is that if you find yourself sitting in that situation where people start going oh I read this or I saw in the news this happened or you know something like that and that negative ball starts to roll and you can see it my advice to you is kick it back with something positive use that time to be like oh my gosh did I tell you that I saw on Facebook this really adorable video of this kitten who was playing with this little ball and you know whatever it is that you saw and use that and get it going in that direction take it away take that negative and like throw it out the window and be like I'm not going to do this anymore and put a stop to what's happening and you'll see it can just start up with everything being positive and it's really great so <laughs> with this it made me get to think about all this stuff and all of these conversations and um the fact that i hear all the time people say this anymore did you see on facebook how this happened and my first advice to anybody who says this is don't believe everything you read on facebook 
or Twitter or Instagram or anything because people are creative. They can make up things. I mean, look at how many how many movies we have been told, oh, they're bringing out a sequel to this movie or this this show. Friends, right? Love this show. It was on for 10 years. Amazing show. One of my favorites. And I will still see videos of people being like, oh, they're coming out with, they're bringing it back. The show's coming back. And it's like this whole video of what the show is supposed to be like and what it's going to be coming back as and everything. And you find out later that it's just all these clips that somebody took from different things that these actors have been in since them and put them all together and made it look like it fit into one big preview of a show coming. And then you come to find out that it is just that. It's just a complete hoax that it's not true. And um, that happens a lot on social media. So I'm always very like skeptical of that. And I always try to tell people like my advice to you is, is do your research. You know, if you see it on Facebook, I'm not saying that it's necessarily not true, but make sure you do your research to find out it is before you're one of those people standing there being like, did you know that, you know, this celebrity died from like this and they didn't and then you're standing there and you look like an idiot nobody wants to look like an idiot so do your research before you start saying that so with that it made me think I should go ahead and I should start a group that's completely positive so um I went ahead and started this group called make your relationships shine and um for those of you who are just now kind of coming in and checking me out uh, my business is um, shining relationships with Kaylee Shadows And it's all about basically learning how to let the darkness leave our lives and our lights shine and have all of our relationships shine. Because unfortunately in life, we have a lot of negative relationships and they bring us down and make us not happy. And life is short and we need to be happy and um, live these positive lives. So I thought this would be the perfect place to help, you know, kind of balance out some of that negative with the positive and so that is exactly what this group is so um right now it's a small group i started it about the beginning of the year and um it's just kind of slowly growing and um basically what it is is i go in and other people in the group go in and if we have a funny picture or a positive inspirational you know quote or something like that we post it and um i always you know make sure i go in and do little videos or say things to you know people basically to like you know help just uplift anything and stuff because sometimes being able to see things like that can help us have a better day and that's kind of my goal there is to let you know get rid of some of the negative and bring in some of the positive so um like if you're on Facebook go ahead it's called make your relationship shine you can go over there and find that group and request and I'll have you join in so um I have a strictly no drama rule in there however and nothing negative so I do warn people before you join that that is something that will not be tolerated in there. So um, anyways, yeah, if you want to join, go in there and find that and um, would love to have you. So in that goes into my podcast today and what I wanted to talk about. Yesterday, I posted a picture and um, I it really kind of hit home for me and other people as well. So I thought I would post it. The picture says, we all make mistakes. So what? Life doesn't come with instructions. And I thought that this was perfect because it was like, you know, that makes a lot of sense and it really does fit. So today I wanted to talk about the mistakes that we make in life and um, basically kind of how to overcome that and forgiving ourselves. So when I saw this picture, I thought, oh my gosh, this is perfect because there is not one person in the world who has not made a mistake. And um, unfortunately, a lot of times we allow our mistakes to bring us down or to define this as a certain person. And that's not the right way to go about things because like it says, we do all make mistakes, you know, um, we're, 
we're born into this world and um, hopefully, you know, we have good parents who try to teach us morals and, you know, basically how to be a good person in the world. Sometimes that doesn't even happen. And um, we're kind of just start out really kind of in a rocky case there. And then we grow up and we take those things that we've learned as kids and we continue to have them, you know, through our teen years to our adult years and all of that stuff. And um, we will continue to make mistakes. I've made so many mistakes in my life that I can't even tell you how many. And um, for a while there, I've even had that thing myself where I've let some of those mistakes define me. And um, of course, some mistakes are always bigger than others. But I think it comes down to exactly that. They're mistakes. Nobody's perfect. And we all do things that we shouldn't do from I mean, it can be anything, you know, when it's when it's kids, you know, I, I teach my kids now about certain things, you know, like lying and stealing and things that, you know, are not okay to do. And um, just like anything, you know, they make mistakes and we have to kind of keep moving on. And so one rule that I have in my house and my husband and I really follow this is each day is a new day and it's a fresh day. So let's say, you know, one of my kids decides to to do something let's say I don't know he colored all over the wall even though we knew we shouldn't kind of thing and um and I'm not talking about my 16 year old either <laughs> one of my little guys let's say he colors all over the wall and um he knew he wasn't supposed to but he got the urge to and he knew that you know it wasn't the right thing to do but he let his you know better judgment kind of just slip aside and went ahead and thought I'm gonna color all over this wall and we come in and we're like, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> you know, this isn't okay. And so we have the big talk and everything. And, you know, eventually it turns into, you know, them being punished and going to their room and then coming out later and us having the talk about why did you do what you did? And really trying to understand, like, when, why did you make this mistake, as you call it? Because you knew you weren't supposed to do this and you did it anyways. So why did that happen? And then they come out and they tell us. And sometimes it can be as simple as I don't know, which, you know, I, I'm really big on not letting my kid get away with the I don't know answer because I'm like, you do know. Um, sometimes it's not so much that you don't know. It's that you don't want to say what the actual reasoning was because sometimes it can be like I colored on the wall because I thought it would be really fun. But you know that if you say that to mom and dad, they're not going to like that answer. So you say, oh, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. So in that case, you know, it's that thing where, we talk to him, we explain to him, like, that's not okay, you know that, and stuff. However, the next day is a new day. We're going to forget that you colored on the wall yesterday. That was yesterday's problem, yesterday's mistake is done and over with. We're starting a new day. It's like it didn't happen. We're going to keep moving forward. And I really wish that adults could do the exact same thing. It seems like as we get older, we get even harder on ourselves than we were when we were younger. You know, for instance, my son who, you know, let's say colored on the wall, a week from now, he's not going to be upset. He's not going to be beating himself up and being like, I'm the worst kid in the world because I colored on the wall. I can't believe I did that. You know, no, he's going to have forgotten all about it. And I mean, hopefully remember enough to not do it again. But he isn't going to be thinking about what kind of person he is because he did something like that. And as we get older, unfortunately, that seems to go away. And of course, our mistakes get worse and um, we get harder on ourselves as we get older our mistakes become a little bit more extreme than coloring on the wall and um, how we react to them is a little bit harder than it was when we were younger and in some cases that is that's sad that we can't 
just push it away and say, you know what, that was, that was yesterday's mistake. That was yesterday's me. Well, today I'm new me. Today I'm the person who didn't do this and move forward from that. However, we don't. We allow this to just keep going over in our head and over and over and over again. And um, I know, like, for me personally, I am one of those people who I am harder on myself than anybody else possibly could be. And because of that, I also have to learn to forgive myself. And this is something I think that most of us go through. We start hitting those teen years and our mistakes become a little bit more extreme. We have things we do such as, you know, thinking back to my teen years of knowing the times that, you know, I had lied to my parents and told them, oh, I'm going to be doing this. I'm staying at a friend's house. And then I would go to that friend's house and we'd go to a party and we'd be drinking and doing something else, you know, and stuff like that. And then, of course, you know, there was times where you get caught, times you don't get caught. And, however, those times that you do get caught, it becomes that thing where all of a sudden you start realizing that our mistakes have this really big impact on other people. And I think that probably is the biggest difference between being a child and coloring on the wall and being like, Ugh, I'm going to have to scrub that off. Or, worst case scenario, well, I'm going to have to repaint over that, you know, something like that. To be in an growing up and being a teenager and you know all these things that you've heard that have happened you know and stuff there's a lot of other consequences that come along with drinking and drugs and sneaking out and partying and things like that and um so what happens is is that all of a sudden as a teenager you know you're trying these things you're doing these things you're making these mistakes and then you get caught and your parents all of a sudden start to look at you differently and it doesn't mean that they don't love you it doesn't mean that they think you're just the worst kid in the world but they do look at you differently because now they realize that this child that they had, this innocent child, has turned into not-so-innocent teenager who is lying to them and breaking the rules and doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And basically it comes down to trusting people. And I remember, I remember getting caught as a teenager. And my mom is one of those people like, I mean, she's, as she's gotten older, she's a lot better now. But as it, when I was younger, she was one of those people that she was just ex like scary. <laughs> I still have friends that will tell me your mom scared me <laughs> because you never knew what was going to happen next. You know, she was very vocal and she always just kind of had that look on her face. My mom's got the perfect mom face. And so, you know, when she's not happy and she was always very vocal and she would yell and she just, yeah, she just scared you as in like, I remember having that thought as a teenager of my parents are going to kill me if they find out I did this. And that thing of realizing like the actual fear, you know, that, oh, I am going to be in so much trouble. And so I remember this one time I had gotten caught and this was actually kind of funny for me because I had, um, I'd been out, you know, doing some partying and drinking and stuff like that and even started smoking marijuana. And, um, however, I was also still in high school and I was a cheerleader and, um, all of a sudden it was like my grades were slipping and I knew that this wasn't going to end well. I was, you know, even at 15, I was smart enough to know <laughs> this is not going to end well. And I started thinking about the things that I was going to end up not being able to do. I wouldn't be able to cheer anymore. And that was really important to me. Um, I wanted to be able to, you know not I guess have my school like realize I had done these things and then take that stuff away from me and have my peers especially when you're young and you're 15 16 years old you know when you're you're dealing with all of that stuff you don't want your your peers to look at you and hold like judge you for those mistakes that you've made 
So I had decided, okay, you know what, it's not worth it, and I'm not going to do this stuff anymore. So I had already come to this thought, and I had been talking to my best friend at the time, and even her and I had been having a hard time because she was struggling because the same thing we were both doing the same thing and her parents were trying to pull her away from me so she wasn't doing it and I didn't want to lose my best friend you know so blatantly it came down to the fact that I was like I had way more to lose than I did to gain so I decided I'm not going to do this anymore so about a week after I decided no more of this uh, my mom found out that I'd been doing it and um, I'd been at like a school basketball game and um, I'd had a really bad day. I'd gotten in an argument with my friend because she was telling me her mom didn't want her hanging out with me anymore and all this stuff. And so I go home and my thought was, is I just wanted to, you know, go in my room, listen to some music and just forget about everything. Typical teenager stuff. So I go in my room and, I, you know, I'm down and I'm kind of thinking this. And all of a sudden my door goes flying open. And I still tease my mom till this day and tell her that she Jackie chan my door. Because it was like, I've never seen that door fly open so fast. And there's my mom and she is just mad. And she's looking at me and her eyes are just like, oh my gosh. And I, and I knew something was wrong, but I wasn't sure what. And she instantly wanted to know where I was, you know, who was supplying me with the alcohol and the drugs and all this. And... I was just, I remember just laying there thinking, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> After all this time, I finally make the decision on my own and I still get caught. And um, so it started out, she was really mad. And I remember thinking like, I'm going to be grounded for the rest of my life. And that she is not going to be able to get over this because she's going to never trust me again. She's going to always look at me as this kid who did this. And, um, I got really lucky there, um, after she calmed down, you know, we were able to talk and explain everything, and, um, she, she, I did get punished, but she was a lot more open to listening to me and realizing that, you know, um, it was kind of typical teenage stuff, so basically it just kind of came to keeping an eye on me a little bit better, and, um, it all worked out, but I remember for, like, the longest time that I really struggled with the fact of feeling like I was like a bad kid that I wasn't good enough you know and that I was never going to be able to live past these mistakes and then you know a few years passed and then I started to really realize that wow you know nobody even thinks about that anymore and here I've been beating myself up over all this time for this thing that I did and nobody else is even thinking twice about it you know because I've moved on I've done all these amazing things since then and that's what they're focusing on and I think that that's kind of part of it you know is in life you know and stuff we'll have people who will tell us not to do things there's obviously the things we know that we shouldn't be doing you know we're not out hurting people and things like that that's you know robbing banks those are things that we shouldn't be doing and we know that and but there's all these other mistakes that end up coming out that people will end up doing and then we're so so hard on ourselves for it and, you know, it's funny because, like I said, you know, it's that whole thing where I said life doesn't come with instructions. And it doesn't. It's really true. You know, there's things that we're told, like, don't do this and don't do that. But sometimes, you know, we have to make these mistakes just to really find who we really are. And I think that that's, that's really important. You know, um, as I've gotten older, I look back to, gosh, even just, you know, five, six years ago, um, just little things that I've learned from, you know, some mistakes that I had made and just basically kind of shaping me into the person that, you know, I knew I really was, the person that I wanted to be. And um, I think that it's, it's important to take these mistakes that we have and to 
really realize that they are kind of defining who we are, but in a good way, not in a bad way. If you're, let's say you're a person, you know, and you've done something, let's say you, you know, committed adultery and you think that there's nothing worse than that, you know, and stuff. I, you think you can't possibly get past the fact that you did something like that because you, you'll hear the expression like, oh, well, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. Well, that's not true. And, um, it's something that, you know, people will, they, they kind of get that, that name put on them where it's like, okay, well I cheated. So now that's what people think I am. They think I'm a cheater. And it doesn't matter if it's in a relationship you'd had in the past relationship you're currently in, you know, that's not who you are. It's something you did. It's a mistake that you made. And I think that that's the thing that people need to realize the most is that what you have done in life isn't who you are. It doesn't define who you are. You know, um, I think one of the best things that I hear about my brother is a amazing, amazing man and, um, a very devout Christian. And I, I'm always just, I just love to listen to him, you know, as he's, as he's preaching and he goes out in the world and he has just, there's no, no part of him that stops and thinks I shouldn't spread the gospel here. And I love that because it's who he really is. And I know like recently he's been really kind of going on this thing about living a normal Christian life. And I'm always just so impressed because he lives by his faith. He lives by what he believes. And obviously there's a lot of people in the world who will tell you that they don't believe in that and that he's wrong. And it's amazing to watch him just let it roll off his back and not affect him at all. And um, just to keep living the life that he knows and living his Christian life. And I'm always a super impressed with that because there are people that I have known in life who, you know, will say, oh, I'm a devout Christian and I believe in God and I go to church every Sunday and I'm, I teach Bible school and I do this and that and blah, blah, blah and everything. And then they go out and they judge people and they treat people horribly and they're just mean. And my thought always is, is that I don't think that's really living the Christian life, you know, that you are talking about doing. You know, and so it's like, it's great that you're doing these things, but how you treat people and how you act on an everyday basis is really important, you know, and I think that that's, that's one of the things, um, you, a lot of times I'll hear that, you know, stuff of people who believe in certain religions and things like that, that they think that, well, I, I'm a good person because I, I'm a believer and I do this stuff for my church. And it's like, well, that's great. You know, I, I definitely am not putting anything past that. But what are you doing to other people? I know I used to go to church um, years and years ago with this um, lady and it's the same thing. She was super sweet to me because we went to church together and stuff. And to my face, she was just, you know, one of the nicest women ever to meet. And, um, but then she, I would listen to her gossip about other people and how she wanted nothing to do with people if they weren't Christians. And I always thought, well, that doesn't seem right to me. And um, at the time, I was still very young and still learning a lot of things myself. And um, now, you know, that I'm older and a lot more experienced and everything, I still run into this lady from time to time. And I always just kind of shake my head when I see her because I know it's that thing. I'm like, you're really nice to my face, but we don't go to church together anymore. So I can imagine what you say the second I walk away. And um, it's people like that who make other people feel bad about themselves. And that's one of the things that I always talk about with any of this stuff in my writing and um, public speaking, whatever it is I'm doing, is that people don't have the right to make you feel bad about yourself, the things that you have done. Nobody is perfect. We've all made mistakes. 
And what we need to make sure is that in life here, that we're not letting these mistakes like overcome us and turn us or shape us into certain people. You know, if you, if you go every day thinking, I'm a cheater, I'm a cheater, I'm a cheater. Let's say you're, you've stolen something at one point in your life. And so then you label yourself the rest of your life. I'm a thief. I'm a thief. No, that's not at all what's happening here. And that's not what you need to do. And if that is what you're doing, then it is time to figure out how to move past that, how to leave that in the past and to start fresh. And there are um, just tons of little tips out there and stuff. And I'll give you a few today. Um, one of the, the ones that I, I like the most is basically it's like making a list of all of, and basically it's, you know, like it's a list of all these things, these negative thoughts that you have about yourself and putting them down on there. And it can be that, oh, I'm a cheater. I'm a thief. I'm a whatever it is that you've done and stuff, you know, and you write down all these things that you see about yourself in a negative way. And at the end of the day, you destroy that list. Doesn't matter. You can burn it. You can throw it in the garbage. You can flush down the toilet. I don't care. But you get rid of that list and you tell yourself that part of me is now gone because tomorrow I'm going to wake up and all that stuff is in the past where it should be because this certain thing that I did, this mistake that I made does not define the person that I am. And so um, another thing is, is basically, you know, learning to like forgive yourself in the way that you need to if you know you're a highly religious person and you feel like you need to repent and get forgiveness to be able to move past this then that's what you need to do only you know what you need to do to be able to let go of this mistake that you've made and another thing that kind of comes along with that is that you need to look around the people you have in your life and if these people are making you feel bad for this mistake then you shouldn't they shouldn't be around you either. So I think that that's also important. It's something um, kind of goes along with that. You know, you have to be able to forgive yourself. And a lot of times, you know, other people can forgive us way easier than we'll ever forgive ourselves. But if they aren't, let's say we'll go back to the, you know, cheating example. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you have had an affair and you both have, you know, decided to work through it and move past it and start fresh then that's exactly what that means. You should be starting fresh. If two years down the road, this person still throws it in your face every time you get in a fight, then they obviously haven't forgiven you and they haven't moved past it. And there's no way you're ever going to be able to move past it if somebody throws it in your face all the time. So with this defining who you are and realizing that these mistakes don't make you a certain person, then you need to also look at the people around you and see if there's anything that they're doing there. So that is my advice today is, like I said, we all make mistakes. Life doesn't come with instructions. So move past these mistakes. Don't let them define the person that you are because you are amazing and fabulous. And so what if you made a mistake? That's yesterday's problem because you know what? Today is a whole new day and you have the right to start fresh with the person that you really truly are. So um, thank you. Check out my website at kayleeshadows.com. Have a great day.